still everyone this is tosha and you are tuning in to the supernova tosha show podcast the show that addresses social issues and how it affects our community today we are going to be discussing work-life balance amongst americans do you know how many americans do not take uh personal time off for uh vacations or uh just to have time to themselves just to refresh, uh, regroup. Well, um, the reason why I think many Americans, um, many U.S. workers are still failing to take their leave, it can be attributed to a combination of professional pressures and cultural norms. These factors create a complex environment that often compels workers to remain at their desks, even when they would prefer to take some time off. Uh, In the United States, there is a cultural perception in America that when you take time off, if you take any time off at all, it equates to that you're quitting or um, you have a lack of strong work ethics. Uh, This stigma surrounding not working creates a fear among employees of being perceived as insufficiently committed to their job. Uh, this, This fear is so widespread that it can even lead employees to resort to misleading their employers instead of directly requesting time off. Workers may also face challenges with entrenched work practices that make it difficult to take time off. Companies often operate with a small staff, which means that colleagues, they may not be able to cover for an absent worker due to their heavy workload or lack of expertise. Now, as a result, taking time off can lead to a backlog of unfinished tasks or place an additional burden on coworkers who have to take um, that have to take on extra work. And uh, this needs to be a positive shift um, where uh, employees need to feel supported rather than concerned about potential pen- potential penalties when taking time off. The first step that em- that needs to be done is to foster a healthier conversations around you know uh, days off eliminating the stigma associated with taking time away from work Um, employers play a crucial role in this by sending a clear message that it is acceptable to take a day off and that the negative judgment will not be passed now additionally potential legislate legislation uh, regarding paid time off and increased awareness of the mental health risk associated with overwork can drive change to this area. Um, research consistently shows the importance of time off and the need for good mental health. Okay, uh, implementing work systems that prioritize empathy can lead to a more productive workplace culture. Until this mindset becomes more widespread, employees in the United States who desire a better work-life balance may need to seek out workplaces where taking time off is not seen as a significant request. This lesson applies to workers worldwide, even in places where they may be less pressure to forego your holiday. After all, everybody benefits from a break. Um, if you've ever heard of the word um, pre 
it's presenteeism, right? So presenteeism, that is the word that means to physically be in your seat at work just so that you can appear or look to be um, that you're dedicated. And it doesn't matter if you're productive or not. Um, now, before the, the pandemic, pre, uh, presenteeism existed in the workplace. However, the advent of remote work, yay, let's give it up one time for remote work, um, presented both employers and employees with a much needed opportunity to reassess the deeply ingrained culture of presenteeism. Um, the detrimental efforts of presenteeism have long been recognized. It not only costs economies billions of dollars as sick individuals come to work and potentially infect others. I don't know about you, but the worst thing is when you're at work in an office, um, enclosed, the windows are closed, the air conditioning is just blowing that air around and they're coughing, they're sneezing. You can hear um, the mucus in their nostrils. And I've even had coworkers that just refuse to go and just blow their nose. They're sitting there and they're just bringing it up and bringing it up. And of course, that nasal drip goes into the back of your throat and you're swallowing it. It's the most disgusting. It's one of my pet peeves. But yes, that is... Um, one of the things that happens, you have sick individuals that come to work and they potentially infect others. And it also fosters toxic work environment that uh, perpetrate overwork as those who put in excessive hours create for others that do the same. Um, we do understand that, you know, true productivity should be a focus rather than being physically tied to a desk or a computer. And uh, this conversation has been ongoing for years Yet, despite the chance to break free from this practice in um, the new work landscape, the emphasis on pre presenteeism remains relevant. So uh, presenteeism has now transitioned into the, um, the digital realm um, with individuals working longer hours than ever before, responding to emails and messages and, you know, at all times of the day to demonstrate their uh, perceived level of engagement. And um, as employers call their workers back into the office, uh, the issue of presenteeism persists. Now, not all workplaces have this environment. For some people, you know, they, invo they avoid uh, taking a vacation. Um, it's overwhelming. It's an overwhelming amount of work that awaits them upon their return. So that's also another thing to consider because there are some um, uh, companies that they only have maybe one or two people that are trained to do um, one specific task. And um, it's depart it's uh, departmentalized, and therefore they take time off from work. There's no one there that's going to be able to do their work. Now that employee is now thinking, if I take vacation, guess what happens? I come back to work that's been stacked up and backlogged, and now um, <laughs> my me taking vacation or time off, personal time off, I'm coming back to a stressful work environment. So. Why go? And I hear it all the time. Not only that, but I've heard people say that um, they uh, don't take their personal time off or their vacation due to the fact that 
they're afraid of losing their jobs. Now, I remember, um, you know, I worked at this company. Um, I was very young. Um, in my 20s, I, you know, didn't get married or had any children. I was just like a single gal, just doing my thing, traveling, doing my thing. And I remember um, it was a, a grandmother. She was raising her grandson. And um, she, we were talking about vacation. I was like, yeah, I'm going to, you know, take vacation and I'm going to go here. And she's like, oh, you know, lucky you. I said, well, you get the same vacation as I do even more because you've been with the company longer. And she's like, no, no, no. I have to save my vacation days for, um, you know, if my grandson gets sick and, it, you know, if he's out of commission for uh, a week or so, I have to be home. So those vacation days will cover my time. And I was like, that is horrible. <laughs> that is the worst thing ever. And then, you know, as you have children become a parent, you realize that you do the same thing. But um, yeah, it is um, understandable for employers to question the overall benefits of taking time off um, when they are faced, um, you know, with a significant work load afterwards. As an employer, it is important to address these concerns and minimize impact. Uh, one approach is to schedule a meeting with employees on their first day back to help them prioritize tasks for their upcoming week. Now, there are a lot of great companies out there, um, and I've had opportunities to work with some wonderful companies and some not so wonderful, um, but I've never had anyone to after vacation, you know, uh, take me to an office, have a meeting and help me to get, um, uh, get me implemented back into a good workflow. It's like, that's something that I had to uh, take on that role by myself. So, you know, kudos to the companies who do that. And, um, and if you happen to be watching and you're in HR or you're a, a CEO, and, um, if you feel like this is something good, you should adopt it. Um, because I think, with me, I go by the mentality of, um, uh, what is the guy's name? Richard Branson, I think. Uh, Richard Branson, he is the owner of uh, Virgin. And um, I remember he said something about, um, if you treat your employees right, you don't have to worry about your customers. It's just so true because I completely remember, um, this has to be in the 90s when uh, Virgin came out, they were only flying um to Europe. They didn't have like Virgin where they were flying in the United States. They were just overseas. And um, I used to take British Airways to go to um, the United Kingdom. Actually, I would say England. So um, I, I used to take uh, British Airways and then I found a very low cost ticket on Virgin Airlines. And I remember I had a family member just laugh and scoff and say, who would name um, an airline virgin. It's so ridiculous. Why would you even take it? I said, well, the price is right. So <laughs> for round trip tickets, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and book on it and book my tickets. And I can tell you that my very first experience with Virgin, I felt like I was in first class. I got treated so well um, because it was a new airline. Um, it wasn't very full. So <laughs> I had like three rows and I slept. I slept. I slept. I ordered a special meal. And uh, when I was sleeping, um, you know, they would go by and then they would, you know, wait until I was, they didn't wake me up, um, but they kept my meal warm. They warmed it up for me. And um, 
yeah, I, it was just such a wonderful experience. So I firmly believe that if you take care of your employees, you never have to worry about your customers. And that's what Mr. Richard Branson does for his, his employees. I've read things that he'll uh, fly them to uh, islands, I think, and uh, they'll have like a week there. He gives them massages, um, you know, uh, vouchers for massages and, and manicures and pedicures and just wonderful things that he does for his employees. So, you know, this is something that you as a business owner, if you work in HR, uh, if you're a manager or a supervisor, any anyone in um, management that has a uh, input, um, I would certainly um, recommend that this is something that you do. Anywho, um, like I said before, um, you know, one thing, um, one approach is to schedule a meeting with employees on their first day back to help them prioritize tasks for the upcoming week. Awesome. Now, additionally, you can also consider implementing a three-day grace period where employees focus on uh, one or two time-sensitive tasks, allowing them to gradually catch up on the remaining workload. This approach can help to alleviate the stress and allow employees to manage their workload at a more manageable pace. Vacations provide an opportunity for individuals to rejuvenate and to regain focus, leading to increased productivity and job satisfaction. Absolutely. In fact, uh, some companies are now mandating employees to take time off, recognizing the positive impact it has on their well-being. And research indicates that individuals who take more time, uh, they take more than uh, 10 days of vacation, are 30% more likely to receive a raise, highlighting the potential financial benefits as well. Although vacation plans may have changed due to current circumstances, there are still guidelines to help you make the most of your time off and experience the advantages it offers regardless of your destination. Come on now. Can I get an amen? All right. So vacations offer an opportunity to change your surroundings and break away from your daily routine. Um, it doesn't necessarily require extensive travel. Um, the key is to go somewhere different from your usual environment. Um, you know, this could be a short drive from home, a round trip, or exploring a different part of your, your own city. Absolutely. For example, um, you can rent um, a beach house nearby. Um, you can um, embark on an RV, a trip to the mountains, or even taking a solo weekend getaway to an Airbnb for relaxation and reflection. Another idea is to plan gourmet food excursions in various neighborhoods of your city to discover the best versions of your favorite food. I'm totally down with all of these. Um, to have an ideal vacation experience, it is important to identify the type of experience that aligns with your personal preferences and allows you to recharge. Uh, recreation and nourishment can take various forms for different individuals. And uh, some of you may find that relaxation is basking under the sun by the water, while others may see creative pursuits, exploring of new locations, trying diverse cuisines, or engaging in adventurous sports. Understanding your personal preference will help in selecting suitable destinations and activities. I can tell you, um, the state where I live, it is <laughs> people pay thousands of dollars every year with their families to come and stay here. And I'm telling you, I 
go to the beach every weekend. I'm at the beach. Um, I love the sun. I'm out in the sun. I'm not a mountain hiking type of person. I, I mean, I, that doesn't excite me. Um, not a big shopper either. Um, but just being out by the ocean, you know, dining on great cuisines or even learning how to make something at home and sitting out by the back, by the pool is just the best relaxation for me. I love massages, uh, a manicure, a pedicure, or, you know, just drive away from your local area and, 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 and see, um, have a different scenery. I love foliage. Um, I love to take walks. Um, I don't hike. I'm not a hiker, but I love to just take a nice leisurely walk. And anywhere there's there's foliage and, and greenery, I'm there. <laughs> now, although certain plans may not be feasible, such as um, attending a cooking class, visit the countryside, indulge in gourmet experiences, try spending time outdoors is also highly beneficial for your mental and your physical well-being. Whether you visit a national park or a local park, just two hours in nature per week can yield positive effects. Whether you're traveling or staying at home, incorporating outdoor activities into your vacation is recommended. Now, this can also include morning walks, enjoying a day at the beach, or having a picnic. I think that's also cool too. Um, being outdoors also provides ample open space and opportunities to discover new things in nature. Uh, vacations offer valuable opportunities to create cherished memories. Absolutely. It said memories don't live like people do. They always stay with you, whether they're good and bad. Um, so numerous studies have demonstrated that recalling happy memories can effectively alleviate stress, anxiety, and depression, which is particularly beneficial in our fast-paced lives, and especially during these challenging times with the convenience of smartphones, capturing the most enjoyable moments of our vacations have become effortless. So go ahead and record your family making s'mores, um, fishing, or, you know, doing some kind of a fun excursion if that's possible. Um, these memories will bring you joy whenever you revisit them. So here's my thing. I wanted to show you a video, right? And um, this video is... Um, well, just we're going to ahead and roll the video uh, so that it can just kind of support what I'm saying. Let's go ahead and uh, roll that video. Richard, I got a story specifically for you here because it's a, it's, it's a real uh, treat to have you here uh, working as opposed to on one of those several <laughs> vacations you take. Uh, oh. Americans are, are not savers, but we are workaholics. A survey uh, uh, from Expedia.com uh, shows not only do Americans get uh, less vacation than everyone, they also don't seem to take the vacation they get. Richard, uh, wh what's going on with the rest of the world? Uh, are are, are no, you all just no, lazy? No, no, no. Stop that now. No, stop that now. Reverse the question, Ali. What's wrong in the United States? You are archaic. It is uh, primeval. It is medieval. The way in which people get two weeks vacation and even then feel guilty about taking it. Ask any CEO 
Do you want a workforce that is rested, engaged and focused? And then ask them, how do you expect people to do that if you let them have 10 days vacation a year? Yes, Ali, in this room behind me, everybody gets up to five weeks vacation, including national holidays. Don't do that. My <laughs> word, as you would say. That's smashing. You know what? I, I think it's time for us to just gang up on Christine because uh, you're British. Uh, Christy and I are both Canadian. Uh, again, rules in Canada are very different, <laughs> much more liberal uh, in terms of vacation. Yeah. So, Christine, explain yourselves and your country. As the token American on this panel, I'd like to say we love to work in this country. We really do. But there are also some analysis oh. of that same. Oh, Richard, please. There's some analysis of that same data that shows that in, in some cases it's because people don't want to spend the money on a vacation. They, they want to. I mean, maybe I guess they could stay home and take the day off. But they found that, um, you know, they really don't have the money to spend to go away, so they might as well be working. The other thing for me that's interesting about Americans and leisure is that the rich work as hard or harder than the poor. So, so the really again, interesting thing is it's not economic. just about money. It's, you know, huh. people at the very work. top are working this, some of the longest hours. Get work. back to you, Richard. Seems there like is, you're just lazy. Well, <laughs> there is something Calvinistic and Presbyterian about it all. In America, you do feel that you have to earn your vacation and only after you've been there for goodness knows how many years and even then you're terrified that the boss might notice it's look the one thing i've noticed having been to france and italy and spain where people denigrate their uh, work ethic but the fact is their productivity is very high. Mm -hmm. They just don't do work for work's sake. So if they don't have to be in the office at 7 a.m. so it looks good to the boss, yeah. and they go home at 6 because the work is finished, and they don't feel obliged to, to make it seem as if they're just working every hour God sends. How many of us around this table now has answered an email between the hours of 11 and midnight. Allie's doing it right yes, now. Yes, of course. <laughs> I actually what got it right time? now. What all right, Rich, uh, Richard, you win. We're all taking a vacation after the show is over. See, do you hear that? Can you listen? Do you listen to that? First and foremost, I never feel guilty about taking vacation. I don't feel guilty about taking time off at all, unless I have something that I have to do, like a doctor's appointment or something that's like, blah, and I have to get it done. I have an agency I have to go to and they're only available nine to five, which is the hours that I work. Um, so I have to take the day off to handle business. I feel guilty because I don't want to use my vacation time or my personal time to handle business. I want my personal time where I am somewhere where the sun is beating on me. I can smell the ocean air and salt is going in my eyes. That's what I want to do. It is archaic. It is medieval. And I completely agree with him. So I don't know. This American, I don't feel guilty. Um, so yeah, maybe I need to be somewhere in Europe. The only problem is I don't do cold weather. Burr. No, 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 no. I need where it's warm. It's got to be 80 degrees at all times. Um, anything below 80, I'm completely miserable. So listen, and yes, when he says that there's people that's answered emails between 11 and 12 o'clock, I am also guilty. I've done that before. Never again. So I do not recommend working while on vacation. There are some people that are on vacation and they work. They're answering emails. They're calling in the office. And I'm like, why are you calling? You're on vacation. Go away. Stop calling. I want to hear from you. So I don't recommend working while on vacation. And some of the suggestions I made, try following them. Um, you'll also embark on an experience 
experience that will leave you refreshed and uh, re-energized. And, um, you know, uh, what will be the best part? <laughs> you don't have to travel too far to achieve it. Um, I know where um, I am. They offer day passes. Even at the Hilton, you can pay $25 and um, go to the Hilton or the Hard Rock Hotel and you have access to uh, the pool. You can start a tab and, and, and eat some of the delicious meals they have there. You can get massages. It depends on the type of pass that you purchase. And if you want to get a room, you know, then of course you want to uh, negotiate that. But if you live in the same area where you get a day pass, just go home after your day of luxury and pampering. So let's discuss how other countries encourage time off for their employees. In many countries, paid vacation days are separate from public holidays, right? So employee uh, relations um, advancements have led to the establishment of legal agreements that um, entitle employees to enjoy paid vacations and public holidays. Employee relations advancement have led to the establishment of these legal agreements. Um, and so the number of days off offered by companies may depend on the sector in which they operate. In addition, um, organizations may have different policies regarding whether public holidays are included in the minimum leave entitlement. In most countries, workers are paid during public holidays, which are not counted as part of the minimum vacation days. Um, first of all, let's just say that um, Kuwait, right? <laughs> it holds the top position for the highest number of vacation days. Uh, workers in Kuwait are entitled to 30 vacation days per year when working a five-day-a-week shift. Now, as he stated in the video, Americans get 10 days. You're working um, 12 months. You're working 12 months. You get two days off and you get 10 days vacation. All right. So in Kuwait, Kuwait is really doing it big. Um, they also received 13 paid public holidays, resulting in a total of 43 paid leave days. Oh, forget about it. Oh, my gosh. Um, furthermore, after two consecutive years of employment with the same employer, workers in Kuwait are granted an additional 21 days of paid leave perform to perform um hodge rituals i guess it's h-a-j rituals so i think it's um a, a religious ritual so they get an additional 21 days um to do that i can't imagine can i get an extra 21 days so i could go to church i'm a christian um so i practice christianity and i go to church so can i just get like you know 21 days where i can go to church on a Friday night. That would be so awesome. In Cambodia, Cambodia ranks second on the list with 42 paid days of leave. Workers in Cambodia are granted 27 days of paid public holidays. In addition, all workers receive a minimum of 15 vacation days, which is 42 days of paid leave. Um, and other countries such as Syria and Austria have also made the list. France, Come on with it, France. Oh, yes, the French offer standard 36 days of paid leave. Workers also have the opportunity to accumulate additional vacation days. Employees in France are entitled to an additional 30 days of vacation each year 
which totals another five weeks. I really like how France has their vacation benefits set up. Um, America, get it together, please. That's why you have people that are overworked, stressed, there's road rage, people are going into KFC and, 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 and Burger King and Popeyes and they're fighting because they asked for no onions, you put onion on burger, or you took an extra three minutes just to get the chicken <laughs> out in the box. So now they're fighting, they're stressed, because now they're late. They got a 30-minute lunch. They didn't get to pack their lunch, and now they're late going back to work. And now they're, you know, they're stressed out, they're angry, and they're hungry. When you're mad and hungry, that's called hangry. <laughs> Lethal combination. Listen, I believe in working smart and taking some time off for yourself. We are not here for a long time. We are here. So, um, you know, just make sure that you have a good time for the time you're here. Uh, cherish your loved ones, your family, your friends, and uh, make some wonderful memories because at the end of the day, um, that's all you have, all the money that you make because you worked 70 hours a week. At the end of the day, you didn't see Michael Jackson with the Brinks truck, you know, taking all his monies and his expensive paintings and, and everything with him to the grave. The only thing he took with him um, are his memories. And the only thing, only people that surrounded him for his family. So make sure you make time for your friends and your family and take care of yourself. And um, if you can take care of someone else too, go ahead and do that. So my loyal family, the Supernova Tosha Show podcast can be heard on these apps such as Spotify, Pandora, TuneIn, or iHeartRadio. If you have a newer device, um, you might be able to pick it up on Google Podcasts. The goal is to be on the 10 best podcasts to listen to this. So please share, subscribe um, to my YouTube channel and spread the word. I am so grateful for your time. Thank you so much for being attentive. I appreciate your presence. Be careful, be safe. And as they say in the islands, walk good, peace, be still. 